this episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we'll be discussing the class of Newcom High with special guest Jessica Allsman of The Bob and Tom Show. Welcome to Cult Cinema Cavalcade, a movie podcast that features hosts Brandon and Cullen discussing a film considered but not limited to being a cult classic. The episode you are listening to will include plot spoilers and may contain harsh language. Follow CC Cavalcade on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to the show on cultcinemacavalcade.com, iTunes, and anywhere podcasts are found. No, you love this atomic high. Really wanna know what's going on. You should see what it does to the ladies. It gets them real hot. Mm. This is a routine nuclear emergency evacuation drill. This is Colton McAvocade. This is episode 99. Oh, poor Max. This is Brandon. And as always with me is your co-hoster and class of 99 Newcomb High alumni, Cullen. I'm here to find out what's going on at Newcomb High. Mm -hmm. Can you help? Today we are here to discuss the 1986 trauma film class of Newcomb High. Cullen, squat and gives us the plot. The pupils at a high school next to a nuclear power plant start acting and looking strange after buying contaminated drugs from a plant worker. Class of Newcomb High is directed by Lloyd Kaufman and Richard W. Haynes and stars Janelle Brady, Gil Brenton, Pat Ryan, Brad Dunker, and Robert Pritchard as Spike. So welcome back. No, last year we did Trome, and we are all like, oh, Trome, 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 and it's March. It was just a nice time to fit it in. We had Jessica, our guest here. Welcome here back. Hi. You can't get rid of me now. No. Never. Never, ever, ever. Well, we can just say this is our March to Trome. March to Trome. Yes. We're preemptive. Preemptive because there are five of these and four of weeks in May. So we want to keep it even. We can't let it spill out into June. No way. March is just fine. March is fine. <laughs> March is fine. So Jessica, we you know how we ruined the spelling of your name times and times ago. Yes. There was like slight revenge maybe you had when I got all excited going, oh, old March because I'm clever like that. And then I went on Twitter and uh, Instagram to promote the episode. I was like, hashtag Alls March, but it's hashtag ALS March. That's right. So <laughs> it looked as if. We were promoting an event, a good-natured event that's not happening. So I hope that it's for a good cause, at least. Oh, not making man. It comes around. Kind of, yeah. And I did ALS, capital M, Arch. I think it's known. So it looked like Feel free we to were, donate to the cause. Yeah. Uh, send us money. Maybe we'll f- figure out where it goes. <laughs> send us money. Hopefully it won't be misappropriated. We can. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully it won't be caught. We'll find out. No. Came back around, so that that little joke just keeps on giving. Yeah, keeps on giving. So, <laughs> Al's man, Al's man, I'm Al's man. Al's man. So who's man? Al's man. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You're not so, so, so Jessica, <laughs> yes, Jessica, you ready to tackle different trauma? Because Tracy's the, the the poster child. Now we're to the other series. Like, I'm there's, so excited. So now you're still a main major thing. I'm trying to think major. of like what would be like a good like. 
uh, comparison because you know Toxie, he's kind of like the Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. of it. This is the goofy. Well, I kind of think. Them. Okay, so so I mean, I well, remember like like Lions Gate when they were getting off the ground? It was all Saw movies and Medea movies. <laughs> So maybe Saw is Toxie and these are Medea. I was trying. I was trying to think of that too. I'm like, what studio? Because like when New Line came up, it was just Freddy. There was like little bees and stuff, but nothing was catching until they went super prestigious with Lord of the Rings, and then they went out of business. No, they didn't go out of business. They got bought out. They're part of Warner Brothers. But I was trying to think of that, but I'm like, well, that's all Lionsgate was for a while before Hunger Games Mm. was Saw movies, Medea movies. Those were their their box office gold. They tried other things, but they weren't like breaking the bank they weren't making huge money those were the only franchises right. at their time so that's kind of i guess that was the modern comparison like i guess but it was weird because i was looking at the trauma schedule from the 80s mm-hmm. they were like the year toxic came out they just like loaded movies it was like mm-hmm. uh, loaded like a small studio doing six of their seven or six or seven of their own right. uh, when they were just like distributing them before and then right after toxic was 85 they had two movies 86 two movies which is where class of newcomb kai came out mm-hmm. and then they went back to loading it up throughout the rest of the 80s so it was just like oh well, that was kind of weird because i feel like they put themselves on the map with toxy mm-hmm. and there, there were some other notable ones that year too like toxy and mother's day seemed to be like before newcomb high the big name ones right and i think combat shock combat shock was in there but they didn't have really like an identity and i think yeah. like newcomb high comes in cements like this is like an identity yeah like like these are the kind of movies that we make they're not really that serious they're mm-hmm. kind of gross and they're just splat kind of splat movies yeah this one was just made it was like originally nukem high but there was a movie called class of 1984 that kind of was like underground popular and they put class of at the end of it which is weird because they both have similar subject matter like mm-hmm. class of 1984 is a more serious version of something like this and it's, it's kind of a cool movie. We could do it on the show. It's called Hits from the director of Commando before he did Commando. And uh, <laughs> I'm in. Yes, there you go. <laughs> it was enough. And it's got so. Roddy McDowell as this teacher that just goes Stop. ape shit in the middle of the class. Stop drilling. You hit oil. <laughs> hit oil. <laughs> yeah, so in. It's the Oscar version of, of Class of Nuka High. So they, they literally put Class of in front of this title to hopefully sucker some guy at a video store to accidentally reach for the wrong one. So That's, this is the transmorphers of its time. It is. It is. That was what they do. I mean, those straight to video, they're, I, I, I'm fascinating with their marketing purposes. When you see a movie, and like I did when I worked in testing, there were a lot of movies. Like I did this one called, one time called War of the Planets. Lionsgate would put these out like crazy. We were back on Lionsgate. Put them out like crazy. It's called War of the Planets. And it came out when Tom Cruise's War of the Worlds was about going to hit DVD. And I looked at the end of the credits and it was like the Battle of Planet something. Like copyright. <laughs> da, da, da. I was like, oh, you bought it. You said, well, it's a shitty sci-fi movie. We can buy for a couple bucks and we can call it something close to something else yeah. that somebody gets curious or accidentally grabs a war on. Also, can't they just do War of the Worlds? It's public domain, isn't yeah. it? Well, there, I mean, there was, at the time, there was that one with, like, Jake Busey, I think, that came out and C. Thomas so, Howell. So, so, do it anyway. I want to be number Have eight. It. Well, it was, yeah. probably, it was probably Lionsgate 2. So, they were like, yeah. well, we can't do, like, two War of the Worlds. We can't compete with ourselves. We need someone to accidentally not grab War of the Worlds, not grab our War of the Worlds, and then grab War of the Planets. <laughs> we're looking for someone's grandpa to come in, like, you like mm-hmm. space movies? Right. <laughs> So there's the, the Newcomb High, and it's got two directors, but that's kind of misleading because the first director was not fired, but demoted after one day of shooting to second units. Oh, wow. So Lloyd took over, changed his, 
he's credited as someone else, but he took over after one day. Yeah. No one knows why. But I gotta say, watching this movie, while it is what it is, I think Lloyd's got a, shows a little bit of his talent here. Like I think he's more talented than we might give him credit, and it shows in Nukem High a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll go over it when it when it happens. But like it's, I'm like, you know what? I think it was the right move. Yeah. I really do. I'm excited that this movie had less of those cutaways where it's just someone reacting like an idiot to something. Right, yeah. No, there was still some of that, but it was significantly there's, less. There's a lot of trauma stuff, but overall I felt it was less gross. Like, it, there's still gross stuff. There's still I mean, I mean, trauma's don't, all over Don't, this, don't worry. It's still a boner comedy. It's, it's still a boner yeah. horror comedy. Right. I learned not to eat watching any trauma films from the oh, Toxie movies because yeah. it's like, this is disgusting. It's, it's almost this is done even, in a competent way. It's weird. Yeah. Like, but this is even, this is grosser, I think, than, yeah. well, maybe, I don't know. Sure. Depending yes. on, I think there's a whole different subsections of gross that trauma always hits every one of them, <laughs> and maybe some of them are more harnessed in than others. Grossness yeah. is a spectrum, and they are on the entire spectrum. Yeah, they're, they're like, okay, well, this one a little more here. We're gonna do the, you know, yeah, that's what they do. Let's, yeah, let's get into it. Radioactive water is leaking from sublevel three. It could contaminate the whole town. That's not so bad. Block off the area. Scrub it down just to be safe. But sir, if we could just shut down for 48 hours. Shut down? They'll investigate us. Uh, the EPA, the NRC, not to mention the PTM. I asked for the next six years. Are you insane? But sir, I think that if I we... I don't give a wet fart what you think. This plant stays open. Two movies in a row. We uh, now have the Twin Towers showing up in them. <laughs> and we open up. <laughs> At dawn, as we pan over to Tromaville, where we take a look in at the nuclear facility, and a pipe breaks, and everyone scrambles into action for an emergency. Uh, Mr. Finley, played by our favorite fat man, Pat Ryan. <laughs> the, what did you say I said last time? The fattest man you've ever seen. I might see his face. But he's I'm fully like, dressed. Uh... He's in a position of power. Uh, he's oh, not he's, eating. No, he's not eating, but he's still like, it's just that little mustache that he has, right? He's just always sweating. He's alive and he's sweating. Like, Every uh, move yeah. he makes, he's just glossy. Like, like, I don't I, I don't know this for a fact. I, I, I'm sure it's not a, a fact, but he's got a pedophile vibe to him. Yes. I'm not saying that he is. I'm just saying that people that look like that kind of are pedophiles. <laughs> they look like they could be a pedophile. Well, or girls don't take a ride home from him <laughs> oh no 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 and and you know it's funny like he's one of the, like he's got that like you said little mustache like you know you probably wouldn't look as fat if you just shaved like, like, <laughs> yeah, that adds exactly. to it he's got this enormous melon this melon <laughs> that's just gonna shave like 30 pounds off of <laughs> right. you that 30 pounds would even show off of you but but he looks less like a mincing like stuffy waiter if he were to shave that mustache <laughs> off <laughs> Right. If you were to put a chef hat on him and he did like the OK sign, it would be less comical. <laughs> uh, he refuses to shut down the plant until things are fixed despite heavy pressure from his assistants. And he lies to the mayor on the phone and tells him things are fine. Now, this whole scrambling sequence and all this stuff, it feels like a, like a real movie's going on. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like, oh, trauma zaniness. It's actually shot in a way that looks like a cheap, like, 70s horror film yeah. about, like, some biohazard breakout. Like, I was like, okay, this is... It's intercut with all the people scrambling and, like, mm-hmm. the news yeah. footage of, I don't know what it is, Super Chunk. I'll call him that. Yeah. Uh, him, like, being, like, interviewed by the, the news. Mm-hmm. But he's always on his way somewhere. Like, yeah. just... 
Just ask him. Stop moving. Like, I mean, he needs to move, obviously. He needs to shit some pounds, but still. <laughs> like, is there a press conference? What's happening? Do these people just show up and decide to ask you questions? What's going on here? I feel like movies, people are always like, they watch the news one night and some politician or somebody was trying to get somewhere and they're like, that's how it always is when you try to interview somebody right. that you didn't ask to be, you know, you just waited outside their business. Yeah. Like, yeah. They don't stop. They just walk. Yeah, it, it does feel like like a, a businessman walking out of his building, and then someone just come up. Are you aware that you know, yeah. you're avoiding all these taxes? Like, what? Well, I don't have any comment. Get out of here! I'm rich. You know, I can buy you. That's kind of what that vibe was. <laughs> <with this movie. laughs> yeah. At Tromaville High, we see a nuclear waste that's like seeping into it, and a nerd named Dewey. He wanders through the halls and gets a drink at the fountain, which becomes green goop. And we then join an unruly class full of like post-apocalyptic looking punks and 80s teen mm-hmm. stereotypes all together in one room like we have like the the obvious trauma people and then well they were making tons of sex comedies at the time so right. they had the stereotypes down so yeah it's like a bunch of mad max characters yeah. smashed together with right. a boner with porkies right, <laughs> right. <laughs> like in a classroom the civic theater revival of road warrior <laughs> players with yeah so the, the old woman teacher is looking for Eddie, who we'll, we'll meet later. She scolds all of them for awful papers except for the nerdy guy, Dewey. And then the principal goes over the PA for a nuclear evacuation as the nerd starts wigging out, ends up strangling a guy, foaming out green stuff. And he decks a kid trying to break it up and then just starts oozing out green from every hole. And then he jumps out a window and ends up melting on the sidewalk. And that shot of him going out the window. I'm like, is that the same one? I hope it was. I was like, please be the one. I was hoping so. I I wanted cheapness. Yeah. It would have been fine. But it wasn't. But they shot it the same way. (laughs) Maybe maybe it's the same window. I was looking for that tutu. I was like, is he wearing a tutu? (laughs) You know, I I immediately looked for that. (laughs) I know. We all, so we all looked and we're like, because he's even like waving his arms the same way, everything. Like, we got to stage this again. We can't find the footage anywhere in the trombone. We only have the same to... stunt guy. It's like, you can only do right. one move. I can only do it, it like this and roll around. Yeah. Like that's, it's, it's almost, it's like the remake, the gritty reboot of that, <laughs> that scene. That scene. That shot, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. So then we get the title and credits and one lazy ass theme song. That like, we hear a lot. Yeah. Like, I, you know. <laughs> I don't need body talk again. Nothing's going to top oh, body no, talk. No, that's Nothing. outrageous. But it was like, okay, this okay, this does it, but I, I wanted something more. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as far as like theme songs for trauma movies, they, they have several, believe it or not, franchises. And mm-hmm. this one is the song anyway, like the... Sergeant Kabuki Man theme—that's mm-hmm. up there. That's up there. But for as as pre- like prestigious, but as high up there as the Newcomb High, and known <laughs> as they are, the theme song lacks. That's like, yeah. I guess I'll take what the movie is over it. You know, the you know being a good movie or whatever. But like the song yeah. is just like, and it's that was it. And it's another one of those like trauma things that happens where there's always music playing, but it's just so low that you, sometimes you don't even know it's playing. You can't scenes. hear that body talk. It's right. I went to look for the lyrics. I'm like, is he just saying Newcomb High a lot? That's all it is. I feel like there's a story in the song, but I couldn't understand it. As far as I can tell, there's someone that wants to know what's going on at Newcomb High. Mm-hmm. He keeps asking that question, and he doesn't wait for people to answer. <laughs> right. So I think part of it's his fault, right? Speak up. That's fair. Hazmat guys then start examining the school as Mr. Finley is asked about a connection on suicide and their facility. Is there a connection between 
between the suicide of the Tromaville High School student yesterday and this plan. So far, we have found no connection between that unfortunate student and this facility. In fact, we have uncovered that the victim had not one, but two microwave ovens, which we believe to be a contributing factor. That's like blaming priest child rape on just being gay. That's kind of, in my opinion, what that's sure. like. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's oh microwaves that causes teen suicide. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had two in the house. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who needs Who does two? have two microwaves, though? What kind of rich person has two microwaves? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, they might have color TV. <laughs> so, roll, it in, <laughs> roll it in the living room, watch while they eat. Here we go. On the microwave stand, yeah. <laughs> so Chrissy and Warren, they're a couple we get to know a little through this opening. And we meet Eddie and Kathy, who go to school. They go to the boiler room to bone, but nuclear waste begins to ooze all over, and she freaks and then gets some on her and leaves, and she shoves Eddie into the box of survival crackers. <laughs> and he gets, like, goop on him, but nothing ever happens to Right. Him. Yeah, yeah. Well, nothing happens to her either other than, no. like, ow, it hurts, and then she runs away. Well, she, yeah. Hook, tried to hook up with Eddie, so that that's traumatic. Oh, well, maybe that's what the toxic waste did. It, it cleared her mind to get away from Eddie, because Eddie's, Eddie's a bad person, mm-hmm. right? Let's just be honest here. He like, gave me the Friday the 13th, was it part three vibe? Yes. Is that Shelley? Yes. Uh, former, former guest of the show, Larry yeah. Zerner? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's no, giving no, that creepy vibe like him. It took me a second to figure out that it wasn't Larry Zerner, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. But yeah, he is, you know, we joke about like, oh, it's a boner comedy. This guy is full on boner comedy. Yeah. They are they are pushing their, they're like, hey, you like Toxie? You should check out our sex comedies. Here's a free advertisement with Class of Newcomb High where we throw some of them in there. <laughs> like that's yeah. almost kind of where this movie, and, but I will say as a cast, this is maybe the most attractive looking trauma movie of all yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> Not like, oh man, these people are hot, but yeah. they're not just like the gross or yeah. like whorish, vampy looking people <laughs> yeah. that they put in these movies. I think it was, I remember Trent uh, Haga, the guy that used to work at uh, Troma, I think it was him that said that Tromaville is filled with the most beautiful and most grotesque people. <laughs> There's like no in between. And this one tends to lean with, uh, I don't know, I shouldn't say gorgeous, but you know. Not gross. This 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 movie it like feels like they were maybe they wanted to be themselves, but they wanted to like maybe appeal and draw others in. Like it, it kind of has that feeling. At, at this time, they were still kind kind of trying to appeal to like mass markets right. and you know stuff like that. I can't remember exactly when it was when they were like you know what. Screw it. We'll do what we want. Right. They're this still time, figuring still themselves out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The main yeah. guy kind of reminded me of Matthew Lawrence, like a young Matthew Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Is it Warren? Yeah, he reminds me yeah. of, I can't remember what his name is right now, the second Rusty from the Vacation oh, movie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the Lively kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Blake Lively's like, brother. He looks almost exactly like him. It, no, that's very He's like the, the like the non-athletic version, but he's playing an athlete <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like what? Jason Lively is that his name? Jason Lively. Sure. People get mad at us. This is that point in the podcast where like, God damn it, guys, it's this person. We're not looking it up and whatever. It's Warren. You're listening to us on the internet. Look it up. Yep, look it up. Let us know later on. Chrissy, Warren, Eddie, and Greg. There's Greg in here. He's got the like new wave hair. They discuss weird events and possible connections to the nuclear plant, the Mad Max outcast guys. Uh, they enter 
they're called the Cretans. They enter and we find out that they used to be the Honor Society and Clean Club Preppies, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of, I like that. They enter the school and bully and accost like everyone they come across. And they, they pick on a nerd in a scene that looks and plays exactly like the Griff scene from Back to the Future Part 2 in the Cafe 80s. I mean, this is, you put them side to side, fuck, Zemeckis? Mm-hmm. Saw this movie. And put that in there. <laughs> you mean you mean the part where the kid is sexually assaulted, where she grabs his balls and pulls him up? Does that not happen in Back to the Future Part Two? <laughs> Hi guys. Uh, wh- what's up? Your time's up. Oh, you still owe us money for the joints you bought hey. yesterday. But I'm broke. Oh, he's broke. The money! I got a few bucks. He's got a few bucks. I want $20 by noon today. I can't get it by noon. Give give me more time. Uh, I'll get it. Well, they go further in this where... Well, they can, where but they this can, came yeah. first, yeah. but they, where they're all around him. That's like Marty McFly Jr. Mm. in the cafe 80s, and they're, look how they're dressed. They are, yeah. And the woman is the one who goes up and is like, what's up, man? And like pulls him up. This is this scene was robbed <laughs> by Back to the Future 2. That's funny. That's fine. Yeah. That's cool, but that's where they got it. I was just thinking WWF for the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But no, you're yeah, right. Yeah, because the, the outfits, I can see that. Like, all it's missing is Beat It playing in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Computerized Reagan. I know it's not cool <laughs> to bring that up, but. Topical. <laughs> It's part of what it is. But yeah, that's it's the Cafe 80 scene. And yeah. I'm just like... Like I said, it's a little bit different because they full-on sexually assault that well, guy. Yeah. Like, Because there's one of the women, they put the his, uh, head between... The, or his head between her legs and she's like grinding like... And, oh, yeah. And, right. Well, too much gyration. Right. It's it like, goes beyond. Yeah, yeah, you're clearly into this. And then they start like mashing his nuts and stuff. Like, <laughs> like at the time, like, oh, that's funny. And now you look at it like, that's... You should probably call the police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that's also you know a PG film versus eh, we we're saw not someone be try me to too. That's not cool. What <laughs> we saw someone be me too in this movie, right? Yes, there's a a Trumbaville bake sale going on, and one of the Cretans drives his motorcycle right through it. And the the chicken guy, there's like a chicken guy with their group. That's what I call them, the chicken guy. It's <laughs> like got half his face painted. He's got this thing on his like. Yeah, yeah, like all the other like guys, like oh, it looks intimidating. And then there's like him. It's like what is? Yeah. He didn't even try on his outfit. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to be the chicken guy. He's the guy that's like, it's funny, right? right? Okay. No, it's funny. He's like, it's funny. It's funny. No, I the, put a cap on. Yeah. <laughs> no, th- this was the guy that had uh, 90 minutes to get his outfit together. He's like, oh, I got a glove and I got some paint. And he was oh, watching like wrong. Howie Mandel stand up before. He's like, oh, there we go. That's right. <laughs> Meanwhile, we got a guy that's like a headhunter or something in this movie. Are you talking about the guy with the, like, the nose? The, yeah, he's got like yeah. three nose rings and he spits his mouth guard out. I, I know, which know. I actually kind of like. It's like kind of a blackface The only uh, thing I know about him is I want him tribal? off the screen every time he comes on. Yeah. I'm just like, Ugh. he is very annoying. But yeah, like, uh, I agree with, like, is this. Is this blackface? I, was, I don't know. I was like, are you trying to be tribal? Which is, I was like, and you're a white guy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out, too. Like, I think you're a white guy. <laughs> and you see his arm lighter. It's like, that looks more pale than it should be for <laughs> that stuff that's on your face. It feels weird. It feels weird to watch. Right. I just don't. I Every time he's on screen, I'm just, go away. Go. 
No, there him. is a part later that's funny. Yeah, there is though. a part later that's funny, and I thought it was the end of him, but he still showed up for plenty <laughs> afterwards. Right, right. This but... is not the answer to what's going on at Newcomb High that I want to know. No, no. Uh, <laughs> the chicken guy gets all pissed at him, and he's like, Ever since you got kicked out of the honor society, all you do is sit around all day picking your rings and watching MTV. <laughs> And uh, he's then charged with getting more weed from the power plant. And he meets up with uh, Spike, and they head to the plant. And they go to their dealer, who's like mad because he wanted him to show up later to buy their weed. K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no follow up to that. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, no, there isn't. <laughs> so the one thing where the trauma, like I think the filmmaking, when I when I've complimented this movie and being competent, I think like it's shot and edited better yeah. than what's come before and maybe since. But like the storyline, the the all over the place, just scenes happening. Yeah. Is very present here, but they almost feel like they're trying to do something, but they're just like, we we just can't cut all these scenes. We gotta have them all. We, just, we filmed it. We're gonna use it. That, yeah, that's it's pretty much like there's there's a through line in this movie, but it does get off track yeah. every five minutes. It still was a decent length. No, no I will yeah, say yeah. that yeah, they, yeah, it no. wasn't too long. Agreed. Like yeah, there was no Toxic movies. Avenger 2 and 3. It, yeah, because yeah, it was much longer. You'd, you'd just, and they're like, okay, I gave you a chance. Like, what, Why are we still here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I hear you. So at the school cafeteria, Eddie and Greg are trying to impress some girls about getting into a college party. Greg tells Eddie he can't go because he has to study for his midterms. And he says, if you want to start cramming, you got to start ramming. <laughs> now, if you want to get into college with Which, my- why didn't they save that for one of their sex comedies? <laughs> like, no. That should have been the tagline on a poster. Like when he said that, like, go to hell, Eddie. You're so gross. <laughs> like, uh, get he is, I, I, I don't remember for certain, but he has to be wearing a Hawaiian shirt the entire movie, right? There's no way he's wearing anything other than that. He has to be, yeah. That's that's just in the character. That's, that's how you dress that guy. Yeah. The guy uh, that's always down for boning. <laughs> You know, I, I can't imagine any woman like you know what. Yes, I will have sex with okay, you, Okay, Eddie. You know what? Like guy. he'd be like in this film called like Core Curriculum, but like you see the word spray paint hard over core. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you got it, and then the tagline would be: If you want to start cramming, you got to like, start ramming. Yeah. And it's a picture of him on the cover, just him in the thrust motion. Him in like a cap and gown, because you know when you're a freshman, you're gonna graduate right away. That's how mm-hmm. all those college movies posters work, and you can tell he's naked under it. No, it's gonna be something about like some like hard education or something okay. like that's the tagline. Mm-hmm. So as Eddie walks the hall, he's offered a joint from a Cretan, and he goes, "We call this weed an atomic high." Ooh, Adams, noobs. <laughs> I'm taking a hit for the. Yep. <laughs> it was weird that it was like yellow, right? Was it just mm-hmm. me, or is it just? It was a golden yellow, paper. aged, like should have been thrown out a couple days ago. Joint. It, rem- <laughs> it reminds me. I watched an episode of ER, and it was like an episode where George Clooney's character was going through a meltdown or whatever, and he bought like a joint or off of someone or whatever. And then he like, and it was like that same yellow paper. And I thought like, is there something I don't know? What is this? You know, it's like, it's like when uh, John Cusack in Gross Point Blank goes back to his old school locker and he reaches under it and he pulls, he's like, oh, and he like dusts off and there's a joint and it's like that yellow colored paper. Dang. But like their stuff is new. So what's, right? what's going on? This is atomic. So I am, uh, I'm going to, I can blame nuclear whatever on it. I feel like it should be green. 
But yeah. 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 No, it should be green. That's right. Should just be like a hardened wheat. Like, like you don't even have to roll this. That's the only continuity <laughs> error of the entire movie. Right. The just only the, the paper one. color. <laughs> We're going to have to, I'm going to stay with my family. That paper? Uh, so we queue to the beach party immediately. Guessing, I'm guessing it's a college one, but it looks like a club. <laughs> yeah, like, yes. <laughs> I've been to a quote beach party college. There's like no, there's no professional band there. <laughs> when it's like, there's like, these thousands oh, of people, thousands of people, these magnificent, I should say magnificent, but very nice, you know, decorations, yeah, and stuff like coming from the ceiling in a like, frat house, if right? You will. I'd be hard to believe a club like that existed in Tromaville, let alone a college house party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a population of fifteen thousand people, and there's this amazing blowout yeah. party. So like uh, the band up there, like is this rockabilly band? And it look does the guitar player look like Mark Duplass? Like I know it's not him, <laughs> but he I looks wish. like Mark Duplass. God, like, I wish it was. <laughs> well, you can say it's his uncle. We'll say that, right? Without any doing any research. I was, like, I was like, oh my gosh, the lead singer looked like he was too old and trying to be young at the party, but I couldn't take my eyes off the Mark Duplass look. Like I don't even know what the basses look like because I was just like looking over like that looks just like Mark Duplass. But the movie's it's supposed to take place in the 80s, right? Because they're right. playing like these right. 60s rock and roll music. It's rock and roll. Oh, because it sounds like Elvis? Well, there was a little part of 80s that tried to like new-wise that kind of okay. music a little bit. Like, it never really took off, yeah, like, but there was like a, a part of it. Brian Setzer, the Stray Cats, that was that, a big part right. of it. That, well, that came, yeah, and that came back. Like when, like, Sw- like when Swing came back for like three months in the 90s. Yeah. That was what this kind of was, because yes. there's like there's movies that even incorporate like Streets of Fire incorporated that kind of thing, and there's some others that that tried to focus on that had better music than this. But I think Voyage right. of the Rock Aliens, Voyage of the Rock Aliens did try to do that too. Yeah, yeah. I was just like mid '80s and we're playing this, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah, it was just this. It was it's what they did at the time, trying for some to bring reason. some sort of revival in. It didn't hold and at it, a college party. It was the fad of fads. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. A little little tip for someone who's never been to a fraternity: they live there. Yeah, so it should <laughs> look like people can live there. There's no one living at this place. And no. when they do go up to a bedroom later in that house, it's uh, it's, a, it's clearly not the same place. <laughs> no, it's, it's, that, that room does not exist. No, it's the upstairs. It's like someone's house That's that they went into. Yeah, it's could an attic. Never have been there. <laughs> That's right. And also, how could they not hear that he, that Rocky party <laughs> right underneath them? <laughs> what? <laughs> I want you, Warren. I want you, Warren. What? What? <laughs> okay, so Greg and Chrissy find the party a little too wild, and Chrissy hangs with the girls. Uh, Warren goes with the guys, and they both talk about how they both want to bone each other, but the other one is too shy. And Eddie busts out the joint and forces Warren to smoke it, and they all pass it around, and they complain about feeling sick. And Warren tosses the joint, which gets stomped on by the party. No, no, Eddie smokes this joint, right? Right. Nothing happens to him. Yeah, I didn't see. Did his glow, though, when he did it? Did it do right. the whole and the fancy music? Okay. I don't know. That, the girl with the acne did, though. Right. Where'd she go? Did Nothing she, happened to her. She shows up in the crowd scene at the end and looks all fucked up. <laughs> okay, I did well, spot her, and I was like, okay. But Eddie. But we didn't see her, like. The entire we didn't movie. see the transformation. Yeah. Yeah. At first, I was like, "Is she the German teacher?" Because I got confused. Right, that right. German but teacher that's... causes a whole lot of problems, and it's only that German teacher in that German scene. Okay, or that that scene that we'll talk about coming up. But I thought she was like three other people later. I'm like, "Oh, is that her coming back?" Because like, I kept thinking, "Where did the girl with acne go?" She had a little bit of pimples, mm-hmm. and then she mm-hmm. smoked the reefer, mm-hmm. and yeah. 
Atomikai. That would have been awesome if she like smoked the weed and then her acne went away. That's what should have happened in the movie. Mm-hmm. I felt bad for profiling her that way too. Sorry. We all have acne in, as a teenager. There blah, we go. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I've had a zip. But before. she had acne. <laughs> but she had atomic uh, acne. <laughs> Chrissy and, and Warren decide they're going to leave and go see a Fellini movie, which I highly doubt a Fellini movie would play in Dromaville. I just. <laughs> I think it's just like, all right, well, college kids like Fellini movies, right? So let me... Or these two kids are like just fancy kids or something like that. They're not pretentious. They just. I would believe uh, Eddie would go to a Fellini movie before these two. Like, I really, you know, like... <laughs> I don't know if anyone in Tromaville would go to a Fellini movie. Like, I, if of this group, I would believe Eddie. I believe like, they'd be like, what? Um, I, I have a Betamax taped uh, Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> we can go watch that. I, th- I believe that. Or the Waltons. Uh, guessing what I've seen from Tromaville in, in the past, that they thought they were going to a Fellini movie, but they were going to a fellatio movie, is right. my mm. guess. There we go. There we go. When she goes upstairs, Chrissy finds herself caught under something and falls on a bed, touching herself. Warren comes upstairs, <laughs> and she forces herself on him, demanding the joint. I want that joint. <laughs> I want that joint. You had a joint a long time ago. I put it out. Not that joint. Oh. Warren, I want you now. And when they finally bone, Eddie and Greg come upstairs, and they watch it. You know, as you do. That's your the college friend. movie thing. That's where they're trying to get their sex. They're like advertising their sex comedies. I'm just realizing this now. I'm like, <laughs> this is an advertisement for like stuck on you. Well, there's I say some- it's stuck on you because it has an exclamation point. Right. Uh, well, there's someone like at some point in this movie, like two guys, there's a guy with a Toxic Avenger shirt. Yeah. And I don't mean like I harked a monster hero. I mean like a Toxic yeah. Avenger movie shirt. I didn't see it. I'm so yeah. sad I didn't see like, it. Like if you turned around, it'd probably say crew on it. Like, right. You know, like- <laughs> but, but, but he's in it and there's a guy with a... Um, Oh, it's not stuck on you. It's one of the other, not waitress. I can't remember, but it's one of waitress. The other- <laughs> like all their sex comedies have exclamation points. On yeah, my, I, it's like, like seriously, they do. It might be like foul play or whatever. Foul play. <laughs> You're not wrong, uh, but it's 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 definitely one of the other movies. They're just like put their shirts. Oh man, on I have to go back and watch around. it. Yeah. I will say when he had the binoculars to like watch them do it on the bed and has the fake eyes mm-hmm. that the I sex cr- comedy move cracked just, up yeah. so yeah. hard. Oh my god, so uh, terribly cheesy. I love it. I'll say this: hats off to them for not putting any boing sounds in your film. <laughs> Good job. They That's did. something that they would not exercise today. They'd absolutely put boing uh-huh. sounds all over mm-hmm. that. Oh yeah, they showed restraint. That's Good what I'm saying you. about this movie. It's. They held back. They were trying to sell something different here. I think this is maybe a point where they're like, "We're gonna, if this one doesn't hit the way we want, we're just going this way." And it probably yeah. didn't, didn't. But they let them bodies talk. That's what's going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Warren drops Chrissy off at home, which I'm like, does she live in some like condemned home? Like, it, looked, <laughs> it looked like I was like, is that her they, house? Like she's squatting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And then uh, he returns home, and they both go to sleep and have some dreams about, like, he, okay, so Warren has a dream about smoking a J, like, and banging Chrissy, and he physically begins to sort of, like, this mutation in his face, and he gets this huge boner. I'd say about five feet conservatively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was almost like Freddy Krueger was popping out of the bed. <laughs> like, I, I, and... This is your boner, bitch. <laughs> Chrissy has some similar dreams, and her stomach like grows out, and a like worm thing twirls out of her belly button, and then Warren's chest swells, and they both awake, and they're fine. 
yeah, like you're watching, like, oh shit, what is, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And then like, uh, never mind, like, okay, mm-hmm. only half a problem then, uh, right? When they wanted to be, right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, we're taking it. Oh, oh, we're back. Okay, it's yeah. It well, feels like the movie's taking a turn somewhere. Like so, so it's the only up to this point. You're like, oh, it's so the only repercussions <clears throat> of uh, that atomic high was they really wanted to bone bad and they had a couple of bad dreams. Like, and they had know. like a transformation. They're not going to remember. <laughs> like, yeah, but like, I, I don't think <clears throat> we, we talked about how how much uh, like Chrissy was into it. Mm-hmm. Sweet Jesus, she wanted it bad. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I, I can't fathom being in that situation where a woman like is like that just into it or and then I'm like ah, man, I don't I mean she was like drunk or something I wouldn't you know it's like it's a meme still. it's like a meme you're like I want her to look at me the way Chrissy looks at Warren after an atomic because <laughs> <laughs> she was her puffy nips were ready for Warren they were puffy yep she, had the, she revealed it and I was like oh okay I was like your nipples are too big not a fan <laughs> <laughs> that's the first time we saw <laughs> boobs and oh, it was no. consensual what there was we? a girl got topless during the party. She Someone just, just ripped walk- her top oh, off. That's right. and she's she just like, walked down and you're like, what? What? And what? they're like, nothing. And she's like, okay. <laughs> college. I never walked yeah. around topless at college parties. I don't know. Did I know. anyone ever go to Big, one? You know what? Around topless. I never did either. Oh. <laughs> Not that confident in my rack. Not good. I didn't see anyone do it. <laughs> yeah, this is a real big disappointment if you want to go to a college party. I think everyone's getting high and getting topless. No. And they all didn't look like that. They were all very skinny in their bikinis. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was jealous of that. I was like, dang, good for you. It's, mo- it's, mo- it's mostly natural ice. <laughs> That's what your party's going to be. There you go. At the at school, Warren confronts Eddie and Greg about the joint and where it came from. Uh, the, the Cretans steal food off Chrissy and uh, Warren's trays, and he tries to get tough and says something needs to be done about them. But Chrissy says, leave it to someone else. Spike, who... He was Slug from Toxic Avenger. We didn't mention that. Right. The, the guy I called a Corey Feldman. Bobo <laughs> Corey Feldman. Right. But yeah, he's back here as, as uh, Spike, who I like Spike. I'm a, he's, a, he's a notable character from this. <laughs> he's on the, co- it's, he's on the he's poster. He's on the cover. He takes up most of this, the poster, yeah. He's a, he's, he assaults a German teacher, which we were talking about. Like, he just walks up and just tongue, probably came out her asshole. He was so deep down her <laughs> yeah. throat. Yeah. And she enjoys it, but before you get all like, that's his. Was his? Was it his wife yet? I don't know if his. Uh, maybe. So we. They were definitely together. Flashback when we talked about Toxic Avenger. There was the scene where Slug and a woman were in the back of a car, just fondling each other and making out, and that led to them getting married. That's her, the German teacher. Aww. She was in the movie. She was supposed to be in more of this, but this is it. This is really it. Yeah. We will be confused by women that look alike. Yeah. This is it. No. This is it. That's all she's in. The bathroom girl? No, no, the the bathroom. That's no. That's not her. No, when she does her makeup. When she does her makeup. Is it? I'm pretty sure that's still her. I was like, is this the teacher? Because when I watched the interview, they were like, I was supposed to be in more of this movie, but it ended up just being the makeup makeout scene. Oh. So I thought like her like putting the makeup on in the bathroom was, was her. Who was that girl? It looked so a lot like her. So there's a girl named a, a character called Taru. I was so confused. All right, continuity error oh, two. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the paper and the girl. That that I thought I missed. Is it Taru? Taru that I mistook for being possibly the German German teacher. Mm-hmm. That's not her. 
uh, that was like has the yeah and does the crazy shit yeah that was an actress she was in the movie during the only stuff that the original director shot got in a car accident had to leave the movie the rest of her scenes were given to the other girl that was muffy the the girl that got all over the nerd's crotch so man. i thought she was the german girl transformed it's not the german teacher oh man what's going on yeah we're gonna have to play marvin gay during this i feel like they should <laughs> what's going on so much they shouldn't have put that scene right after the german teacher getting her uh, right no it, it comes right after with. so i'm like oh we got the german teacher that's how they become cretins no <laughs> 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 I didn't find no. when I watched it I thought the same thing then I, I researched and I was like oh Spike then goes to the bathroom and makes out with some Cretan girl which I thought was the German teacher it's not Warren is struggling in the halls about being sick he goes home the electricity goes flickery and he chokes and falls <laughs> yeah I wrote that uh, <laughs> Spike fakes a seizure in front of an old lady to which another Cretan convinces her to lend a pocketbook for him to bite. She agrees, and Spike this is Spike spits in her face, decks her, and then continues pummeling her till she seizures. Warren then shows up against two Cretans in an alley, uh, looking he's like mutated, spewing toxic waste, and he beats the snot out of both of them, and then tosses Spike like it's nothing when he shows up, and then Warren approaches one of the Cretans on the ground and shoves his whole arm down his throat. That's a whole series of events because, like, beating the old woman was like, okay, that's that's cool. Yeah. That's, oh, you went far. Oh, you're going further. Oh, you're continuing <laughs> to destroy her. And then there's the alleyway fight with a Cretan we see there and never again. Uh, I wonder if, like, these two were hired because uh, they were so good at beating up the old woman in Toxic Avenger. Running yeah. over kids and beating her old Yeah, woman, you know? exactly. It's like, we got an old woman scene. I know who to call. Right. <laughs> Which, if I, like, it feels like this scene is, like, just extraneous, but it also is showing what Warren can do when he's mutated. Mm-hmm. It's weird, because I'm like, well, you kind of need this scene, but it also feels bullshit. It's weird. Yeah, that... It's, it's kind of both. Like, that's it's most of the scenes in this movie. Like it's kind of necessary, and then eh, so does he just he just has like a spidey sense or a toxic sense right. that he knows something bad's happening, mm-hmm. so he just mutates, yeah. goes fight we evil, we and then he's back he, to war. Yeah, how he brings it, it on or what? Like, yeah, he just he just goes home and ah, I'm sick, and then he was just there. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. like this uh, is a, a movie that has like a through line, but it's only strong in its like first third and its last third, and in the middle it's just. Random stuff to get yeah. to the end. Yeah, let's just let's just put some stuff in there that fits the theme of the movie. But as far as actually connective tissue, mm-hmm. eh. you recognize people. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Hey, there's we, Eddie. He likes to screw. We just shake up a di- uh, like a Yahtzee thing and pull him out. I'm like, oh, this character, this character, and this character, <laughs> and here's the event. You know. <laughs> so, so the Cretans meet up at a junkyard, and Spike's like, I can't remember who killed the other two guys, but says. It looked like Warren, and then as Warren wakes at home, he's back to normal. Chrissy, in a cheerleading practice, starts having stomach cramps, and she leaves to go to the restroom. Her belly grows, but she tries to push it back in, and then ends up regurgitating some mutant tadpole slug creature into the toilet. Uh, Ambulance takes her to the hospital, where the doctor informs her mom she had a miscarriage. And then Warren (laughs) shows up, and she tells him like she can't remember a thing. And then Mrs. Murphy, so Chrissy Murphy, that's her name, wants nothing to do with Warren when she sees him. No. 
a case of teenage pregnancy, which gives Smurf. us a... Oh, you! You filthy kid! What have you done to my baby? Yeah, no. Mrs. Murphy, I don't understand. Uh, it was just like a whole, like... What? <laughs> <laughs> like, all this... Yeah. Okay. Shouldn't you explain to someone that you puked up a creature? Right. <laughs> you know it is because it like it like reached up and like went. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Wait, dear doctor, crack. not a like. miscarriage. <laughs> not a miscarriage. It's alive. It is. Came out the mouth, Gina. Not the. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever it screams, though, I just laughed because he's just like smiling like. <laughs> it's like the ter- <laughs> the Ross pterodactyl or something from Friends. Yeah. <laughs> At school, some girl goes into the stall and freaks out when she sees Chrissy's thang and flushes the toilet, which leads it through the drainage all the way to the fallout shelter below the school where a pipe breaks and it falls into a toxic waste barrel. Uh, Must be from, you know, we're close to Manhattan in the 80s. Sure. Toxic waste barrels were just sitting open. So let's go ahead and put these toxic waste barrels in the basement of a high school in New Jersey. Absolutely. Adds up. Sure. Nobody cares. Uh, (laughs) Warren tries to confide in Eddie, and he tells him to lighten up. Eddie then shows him, quote-unquote, something weird. It's a it's a laser, and um, he picks it up and acts like it's his dick. He says, biggest schlong since John Dillinger. <laughs> like I said. See, stuck on you. The first raunchy comedy for lovers of all ages. Available from Troma Films. <laughs> But to be fair, it is an enormous laser. It is, what do you say, three and a half feet, maybe more of, of, of laser that he's holding. Soft, yeah. Soft, yeah. <laughs> Drop what you're doing. See Waitress. It's the movie everyone is rushing to see. Available from Troma Films. <laughs> uh, they are caught by a teacher who warns them that if this and this happens, they could blow up the build building. There were some words in there. I was like... Okay, you can blow up a building. <laughs> Good Because they have that in the same room, lasers Man. and whatever. There's this laser, and I'm like, this better be Chekhov's laser. And it is. <laughs> it is. It is. And there was also the, oh, was it the doctor from the Tox Avenger as well, where he's explaining, mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't say traumatons, but it's, it's basically what he's saying. That's the same right. guy as well. So mm-hmm. there's another person from uh, Toxic Avenger. Like when you watch these movies you think like oh they've got like kind of like uh people to keep reusing and and not really at this point it's kind of a coincidence i guess like hey, how many movies has it been since you were in one two the cretans guard the men's room while their girl member muffy uh start who goes at, she goes after the nerd who goes to pee in it and saying she wants a real man and then spike and the other one come in and they try to force him to buy another joint uh that Golden aged old joint. <laughs> or there's originals joint. Probably the same one. <laughs> Warren enters the restroom and sees this. He knocks the joint off into the sink and rips the nose ring off the guide, which, hey, my hero. Because <laughs> he has got this big, like, door knocker freaking ring. It's obnoxious. It's obnoxious. Yeah. And he fights Spike and the rest of the guys in there, and they overpower him and give him a swirly as the teacher walks in and puts a stop to it. And he takes them to the principal and begins the principal, like in the principal's office, this guy and the principal begin frisking all of these yeah. cretins. And after nothing of real consequence is found, they mock him by singing the Star Spangled Banner. 
when this happened, I like when that teacher walked in, I thought, oh my God, a teacher in this Finally. building. <laughs> Someone's actually doing something. Like there were more teachers in the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> that had nothing to do with high school. Except yeah. for this is the first time I noticed Gonzo in the bathroom, the guy with the ring in his right, nose yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the first time I noticed he had a big black like dick, like a sex dick? toy thing. No, yeah. no, oh, he oh, had like no, a no. strap on on. He like, oh, started stroking no, no, it. And I was like, no, no, no. What he has, it's a bicycle seat that he's got turned around so it's pointed up. Oh, shut up. I, I swear I to God, like, that's what it is. Where did this come from? Oh. And he's just like all of a sudden like stroking him. Like, did he just put this on? No, there, there's. I know. I thought the same thing you did. Like, why? He's just walking around with a big black dildo. <laughs> but no, it's a bicycle seat that he just turned around and he just like kind of strokes it with both of his hands. Oh sometimes. my gosh, that's even weirder. It, it happens a few times in the movie. Is watching like what is no. what's going on? Oh. Ugh. Like this is why you got your nose rings pulled out. Your nose like <laughs> whatever door knockers out. So remember that there's a nuclear plant next to the school. next to the high school. Right, you know so that seems there. perfectly legal. So meanwhile, dudes are like passing out right and left there, and then the school has some radioactive stuff being brought in and guys to test while they start canceling classes. One hazmat guy goes to the fallout shelter to check things out. After thinking there's no radiation down there, he takes off his mask, and then some bubbling happens from the open barrel where Tadpole mm-hmm. flew in. Uh, th- that that guy, mm-hmm. another person from Toxic Avenger, played one of the cops oh. that got murdered in Toxic. I don't know if he got <laughs> murdered, but he's he's uh no, he's one of the guys. Remember when um was it Sarah? She walked out of the tent near the end of the movie, and they're mm-hmm. like going looking for them. Like hey, there's a there's a bimbo. She's in a bikini. What? And he grabs binoculars. Mm-hmm. It's that guy. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. Happiness. <laughs> he drops his mask in that barrel and he reaches in to get it and he pulls it out and it's covered in goop and then he goes to leave but then he decides to go back and check it out where he gets attacked and pulled into the barrel and his arm and badge get spit out. Remember Mr. Finley, a fat guy? He was freaking out about th- uh, things and trying to keep stuff under wraps and amps up the, I don't know what, operation that's going on. <laughs> Anytime someone gives him bad news, he seems to not give a specific kind of fart. This time, he doesn't give a dry fart. The other time at the beginning of the movie, he said, I don't give a wet fart what you think. Okay, you don't give a dry fart. You don't give a wet fart. What's the kind of fart that you give where it's important enough to care? He refuses to shut down that high school. He's like, no one can know about this. The almost shart. The almost shart. I don't give a wet fart about that school. Yeah. At the junkyard, the Cretans are pissed about the dope sale declines because they were kicked out of school. Spike has an idea to get back at Warren and the school at the same time and points to the car smasher. Does this ever come into play? Sure doesn't. And this whole scene kind of feels like a commercial for a junkyard. Doesn't it? Because like, they just keep <laughs> I didn't know up. what was going on. I was Look like, how good our smasher is. Is this to bring in the car flip or something from a trauma movie? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the whole time you're thinking, like, let's. I was like, what's going to happen? Right. Yeah, but yeah, ah, but, you know, yeah. but you are right. Like, the whole scene, like, they hang out in the junkyard and just, they don't have homes. Like, I know, like, they're, like, all polluted and crap, but they have parents, right? Like, are they homeless now, too? I know I'm looking too much into this. I don't For care. A trauma movie, but we got to talk about something. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's right. Like, hey, gang, we're expelled from school. Meet you at the junkyard. Where's the prequel? How do they go from honor society to, you know, the mutants that they the are? Middle, uh, the class of middle, uh, Newcomb Middle School. <laughs> Hi. That's yes. Right. Uh, they, they go to the school where he divvies out tasks outside about how to make their plan work. Oh, and they have guns now. Oh. <laughs> where did they get them? Uh, toxic waste turned into guns. Probably. I don't know. Whatever. Who yeah. cares? Uh, yeah, and 
Chrissy is What's nab- going on? Chrissy's like nabbed right away and taken to the fallout shelter. Next, they force the principal to reveal the emergency evacuation alarm. Spike and one of his ladies, which is the whatever her name is, start to accost Christy and beat her, which this is the only scene directed by the original director, the, the non-Lloyd Kaufman director. Oh, wow. Mm. He did this for the one day and then was demoted. <laughs> Can't say fired because he still did apparently second unit stuff. Mm-hmm. And also, apparently, the girl in this scene was in a car accident not too long after. So all her stuff, she was supposed to be a bigger part of the movie, was divvied out to Muffy. A lot of trauma movies, like there's stuff like that that happens when you're watching them. And like, oh, that's mm-hmm. weird. And then there's always this, this dark explanation as to what happens. <laughs> it's like life happened. <laughs> <laughs> we're all fun and games of trauma. <laughs> well, they were hired for this part. Then they got lupus. Yeah. So now they couldn't <laughs> right. show up. So a teacher walks in the principal's office and uh, the chicken looking dude like mows her down with a machine gun. Like a murder happens in this movie. I don't think anyone dies. <laughs> People get mutated, certainly. Uh, that isn't a cretin, but... Wow, this good. she got mowed down. The Cretans then announced the evacuation, and the whole building freaks out and rushes out. <laughs> well, not, the, not just that. Everyone uh, evacuates and all that. There are people like, running out of the building with dogs and babies. Yeah, there was a baby being carried out. I'm like, why is there a toddler in the high school? school Who right? brought their kid to school? Who's got exactly. a dog? Maybe eating lunch it, with your kid day or I something. guess. Yeah. Like, oh, we got to go visit... Your sister. And it's not just like a baby. So it's like, oh, a teen pregnancy. It was a toddler. This kid yeah. was like three. <laughs> I was. Your sister is 14 years younger than you. Yes. <laughs> We're coming to eat lunch today at the cafeteria. This leads me to ask what's going on? Warren is lured into the building by virtue of Chrissy's necklace and given, given to him by a Cretan. Uh, Warren enters the school, which is overrun by the Cretans, riding their bikes through the halls, destroying things, spray painting everywhere. This is the only part of the movie where I feel like competency kind of went out the window because there's no rhyme or reason to what other than we're on motorcycles and going through the halls and fucking shit up. I was like, why aren't you robbing people and finding purses and stealing stuff of value? Not just like, I'm going to spray paint everything. Anarchy. Rebel. Short-sighted, like, hey, are sales down? You know how you recoup that cost? You steal from people. Yeah. You need to be industrious thieves, you is what I'm destroy saying. Destroy the high school. You need, the projectors. To figure, you need to figure out how to get back into the high school in sales. If you're going to yes. trash that high school, steal the copper wire. You know what? <laughs> Eddie would have been a great middleman. He probably would have taken a low percentage, too. That guy's an idiot. But, uh, <laughs> as long so, as you promised him girls, you'd be his friend. Girls, girls, girls. Or free copies of Waitress on DVD. <laughs> Somehow Spike is outside on the roof <laughs> in the fa- and in the fallout shelter during this. Like he's both places. So there maybe there's spikes. I, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. <laughs> he was Throwing up and down stuff. and all around. He was never in the middle. Up and down. They made the effort to go to the roof and throw off desks and chairs. They like took them up the stairs to the roof. Damn you, education. Throw them off the edge. Should we sell any of this stuff? Nah, just throw it off the side. Okay, great. Can I put it on my motorcycle on the back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Books have papers. Papers roll weed. Weed gets smoked. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if you ever want to move it out of that junkyard, you gotta get some money. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So Warren arrives down in the shelter. Spike says he's going to cut off her nipples of Chrissy. Yeah. To be fair. The puffy, puffy it, is cut. It's pretty easy because yeah. there's just so much puff there. Puff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the creature arises from the barrel and punches the girl through the head. I got to say this creature 
I was pretty impressed for a trauma movie yeah. with what this looked like. And then I read it wasn't finished. Mm-hmm. Huh? Here's why I think this movie's so incompetent. They figured out how to shoot around this damn thing to mm-hmm. make it look effective. And I was like, just for trauma, this looks really good. It didn't work right. They just said, like, like throw a bunch of goop on it and make it look mm-hmm. scarier. And, and they filmed it at good angles. Yeah. And, right, and like, it wasn't, like, pieced together even. Like, they were just filming what they could with, like, it was literally probably someone to the side with strings. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, it, was, it looked like a real monster. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was right. And it looked like a good real mm-hmm. monster. Because yeah. you think about it now, like, when you watch it, you really only <clears> see it, mostly its face, maybe a little, a little below the shoulder. I think you see its hands a couple times. But you never see, like, how it connects to the ground. So you don't know if it has legs or whatever. I mean, I guess I just assumed it was some kind of like giant slug thing because that's kind mm-hmm. of what it was right. initially. And you see like a tail yeah. wiggling around on the ground all the time, but you never see the whole shot of the whole they thing. They filmed it, it. They didn't just film it to hide stuff. They filmed it effectively to where you get the idea in all the scenes. Which yeah. I was, like I said, Lloyd Kaufman displays some talent in mm-hmm. this movie, which or or what is it? Is that second unit stuff? Ooh. So maybe the original director shot this. I don't know. Maybe they're the combo we needed. Maybe. And this is the only thing they did. Not the combo we deserved. <laughs> right. The combo we needed. <laughs> right. Spike shoots it and it oozes out yellow goo. It knocks his gun out of his hand and escapes. Outside, Mr. Finley shows up at the school and argues everything's normal at the plan. And he has no idea why the alarm went off. And so he goes to the end of the school. Warren and Christy are chased by the Cretan and the hand of the creature clotheslines him and burns his face up. Another one comes up and is strangled by the creature and gets a tentacle through the back of his head and through his eyeball, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I gotta it, say. Yeah, the next few minutes is just thinning out the cast. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. just the Cretans. Uh, the creature catches two more Cretans and pulls the head off of one of them, which was cool. And it didn't even go for the overshoot of blood. I was just like, mm-hmm. look, there's the stem. Boom. Yeah, you're right. If it was to be made within the last 20 years mm-hmm. of a trauma movie, there'd be like a like a giant pump of it just spurting out and mm-hmm. the hands be wiggling around and yeah. for real the spike warren and chrissy all wind up in the science lab where warren drops some not drops some acid not like he like takes a pill uh and spike but it holds looked, them at gunpoint but it looked like he was like going to reach for the tube to do something i to thought spike, so too right? there's just stuff he's there. like oh, i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do oh i just knocked it over yeah and like I, he was so scared he couldn't even grab it i'm like then what the hell and, and i thought like what what was your plan dude like mm-hmm. he's like, gonna throw it at him <laughs> he was right. gonna anything other than just i don't even know like he didn't even like try to try to close his hand around it no warren's an idiot yes <laughs> spike gets wrapped up by a tentacle dragged away and stuck in the face with like needle things like i was a little disappointed in spike's death i was like there was cooler deaths yeah. they should have had the spike thing happen to like maybe the piercing guy Oh well, yeah, face. that would have been good and too. And then War, and then Spike gets his head pulled up. Well, Spike, no, Spike I gets Spike. Spike is, oh, there you go. Visually, yeah. I well, well, it's because like the 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 qu- like I guess you call them porcupine quills for lack of a better mm-hmm. term. Yeah. But, like they're all stuck in his face and they're just kind of bouncing around, and that's what it is. It just kind of mm-hmm. takes you out of the movie a little bit because it. I mean, you know, like oh, this is this is a documentary. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But just I seeing... was just like, when did the pork or when did the monster become a porcupine? He just all <laughs> had those little th- quills or whatever. Yeah, like, had, oh, had, okay. Like, the spikes or whatever. So I guess it's kind of neat that it does that. But at the same time, like I said, it's just bouncing around. So it just isn't all the goodwill that they've built up is just kind of. Like, well, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> 
like all the yeah, all the cool stuff they shot around it, but they didn't like, they just mm-hmm. couldn't shoot around the bouncing, bouncing quills, unfortunately. Right. So Christy gets wrapped up in tentacles, taken for Warren. Warren sees the laser, and sci-fi John Dillinger's the monster, <laughs> uh, which makes it release Chrissy. And shit is just going haywire. Uh, they escape as Mr. Finley wanders in the halls, and they warn him <laughs> to get out, but he doesn't give a shit. What the hell's going on? You gotta get out of here. What happened down there? Get out of here! Get out of here! Get Wanders in the shelter as Chrissy and Warren make it outside, and the whole school blows up. To the crowd of students viewing outside, an announcement over the PA then says... The school is temporarily closed for remodeling, and the students cheer and celebrate. Chrissy and Warren kiss, and he says, Greg, do you think college is going to be this wild, or what? I hope so. Yes, it's stuck on you. Available from <laughs> Troma Films. Uh, we then see a cleaning crew working the school, and a small tentacle snake thing with a face appears from the wreckage. And then we get credits. But after the credits end, stay tuned, folks, because they leave a blank screen with just a song yes, playing for yes. four fucking minutes. Yes. Four minutes. Like, we bought the rights. We own this band. They recorded it for Class of Newcomb High. We're letting it play. I was like, something's going to pop up any minute now. Nope. Any, maybe the third minute. <laughs> Nope, it's still going. Just like that I will song. forgive overtures before movies, <laughs> but afterwards. It's like, hey, folks, is that uh, parking lot too crowded? Why don't you sit around and wait a few minutes and let, let it thin out a little bit? Enjoy the music. Not ready to stand up? Okay. <laughs> Who does that? Know, Has they, anyone ever done just music in a black like, yeah. screen? Like they, like, they had their intermission at the end of the movie. <laughs> like, you could have just wrote, like, Tromaville. There's a fade button. <laughs> Brad <Yeah>. knows of it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like, there's no shortage of you know like like music we can't music. hear anyway in this like, movie mm-hmm. under stuff. Just put that there. It already hit feature film length time like five <laughs> minutes ago. We didn't need to keep it. I don't know why the. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I it's don't a, know. It's an interesting choice. <laughs> I wasn't into the song. No, it's. But I listened. Uh, yeah. <laughs> As barely interesting as what's going on at Newcomb High is, this song's even less so. <laughs> but it doesn't even have the advantage of, you know, stuff going on on the screen. <laughs> right. You know, put you in. It's just a black screen. Like, it has nothing to do but to stand on its own legs, and it barely does it. They could have froze the screen on just the little alien head, like, ha-ha! Like, yeah. it's out, yeah. and then where it says, like, the Newcomb High spray-painted on the floor... I'd be like, that'd been cool. Just leave that as a background, at least. Yeah, it still would have been weird that it went on for so long, but it wouldn't have been. A black screen. (laughs) Not even credits. The the absence of anything is happening. They already thanked 7-Up at Nike. (laughs) They already told you the year it came out. And they also thanked the erotic baker. (laughs) (laughs) That was in the special thanks. I want to know what the erotic baker was used for in this movie. When you're in the need. <laughs> oh I mean, did like Eddie like hang out there? Is that what happened? I'm going to guess that someone plowed a cake is my guess. Oh, yeah. It's my guess. Maybe that was a deleted scene. I don't know. Or is that the bake sale? What if that club scene was the erotic bakery? <laughs> the dough will rise. <laughs> I, I think that's what it is. That club scene. <laughs> That was also the erotic bakery where they have swinger parties. That makes I think sense. that's what happened. <laughs> and by the way, 
at the, when, when uh, Warren and Chrissy mm-hmm. kiss at the end. How deep was that kiss? Oh, they liked each other on this set. They were trying to suck their souls they out. They were excited about that sex scene when it happened. You know it. Mm-hmm. Like, they probably didn't really do it, but in the four trailers they have probably had for this movie, right. one of them they did it. <laughs> <laughs> there was penetration in one of those trailers. He was like, I got to be with the hot girl in the movie. I'm like, all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, uh, and you know, Slug did like four people of the extras. <laughs> <laughs> well, Slug's a hottie, so what can you do? Uh, <laughs> just to make this uh, clear, um, there was a nuclear power plant by high school mm-hmm. leaking toxic waste. Right. That was never remedied, right? That nope. that, that never stopped. I mean, the, uh, the the big boy, he died. Okay, great. Like, the power plant still effed. It's next to a school. Like, but <laughs> things really didn't With resolve. guys literally passing out there. Yeah. Yeah. And they were wearing protective gear and they were passing out. <laughs> Never mind the school. <laughs> Just full of people and, and babies is, and this dogs. Is, this is happening in the same world as the Toxic Avenger. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So they have to keep that. That's all they have in Trumbaville, I think, is yeah. just they, they love that nuclear plant. Yeah. Which, uh, as I'm watching this, uh, I ask myself, why does anyone live in Tromaville? Yeah. And, I, and I swear I've asked this question before. It's a population of 15,000. You're next to New York. Get out of Tromaville. You know, go to Jersey. <laughs> well, they're in Jersey. Just any other part of Jersey. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, there's so much crime and mm-hmm. pollution in this population of 15,000. It's not that big of a town. It's not. Get out. It's not Hershey, Pennsylvania. It's not like known for the chocolate. It's just the toxic. You make it like City everywhere. look like class. Like that's... <laughs> yeah. You're in a town where, and I'll, I'll ask this question as well. Uh, why is everyone always dancing? It happens in every one of these movies. It's in this one too, where Chrissy is running to the bathroom to puke up the toxic monster. There's just people dancing in the hallway. There's no music. They're just dancing. What? There's, there was something going on in this town before this toxic leak because everyone's just boogieing all the time. There's ecstasy in the water. I don't know what's happening. Maybe Molly was invented in Tromaville. We need a weekend in Tromaville. Because we need to check it out ourselves, live from Tromaville, and just see what happens. If we can make it out. I don't know if we will. There's so much crime in I Tromaville. I just bought a timeshare. We were there for a weekend. I thought, like, like, like per capita, I think Gotham City is a safer town than Tromaville. <laughs> Looks nicer. <laughs> you just have to bring them up and you'll be fine. Just fight off crime that way. Stop those blind ladies from getting violated. Yeah. And dogs from getting shot. God. Oh, God. They, oh, they, they just have to have a dog in every movie. But the dog survived. No animals have uh, got harmed here. Except for the chicken guy. <laughs> he doesn't count. Greg, you think college is going to be this wild or what? I hope so. Now comes the point in the episode where we rate the movie we just watched as we are cult cinema cavalcade. We keep things nice and culty or tromey. Uh, ratings are as follows. Stay with your family, which means nothing's going on here. You don't see anything. Power plant's fine. We're good. Converted, which means you're going to take that course at, at Newcomb High. You're going to try to get through and graduate. You're all good. Or drinking the Kool-Aid, you are Eddie, ready for college, ready for booty, stuck on you, waitress, available from Troma Films. Jessica, how do you rate class of Newcomb High? I am converted. I'm in on this Tromaville stuff. Okay. I can't wait to see the rest. Okay. I liked the little monster. He talks. It's mm-hmm. adorable. 
Uh, I would say I like her nipples, but I do not. <laughs> I don't know why that bothers me. I enjoyed the Cretan female, the the OG female Cretan. She's really good at contouring her makeup. Way before Kim Kardashian. That was cool. Yeah, the hair and the makeup. I was appreciating that, and I don't know. It was just it was just fun. There was actually a story there. It made sense. Mm-hmm. There was some continuity errors, but I think that's, that's trauma. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So I was in the whole way. So I'm converted. I can't wait to see the rest. Colin. This is uh, kind of interesting that with the Nukem High movies that they don't re- like that thing that they're known for really doesn't happen until the second movie. Mm-hmm. There's like Nuki the squirrel, I think is right. Yeah, he's like the trauma, one of the trauma mascots. Yeah, there's yeah, exactly. a squirrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> I'm so yeah. excited. <laughs> it's like it's too long till May. Right. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting that this started, you know, that those, those are... Mm-hmm. I, I've not seen those movies, so I'm looking forward to them. But for what I've seen of them, like that looks odd. <laughs> like that looks like it's barely related to the school. We also get toxic cameos in those too. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. But anyway, speaking about the actual movie we watch, it is uh, it is entertaining. Like you know, we said before, there's enough of a plot to keep you interested. Mm-hmm. None of the bad guys, except for Super Chunk, get any real repercussions. <laughs> but maybe that's why they're sequels. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll find out. Uh, but I'm definitely converted on this movie. And if, if you like these kind of ridiculous, cheesy movies, definitely uh, check it out, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Brandon, how do you write Class of Nukem High? Okay, I'm glad to see you guys converted because I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid on Nukem High because I, I feel like this is like one of the best things Lloyd Kaufman's like proved himself as. You know, He never wanted to be like an artist, but this is his artist film where he's got some competency. The effects work pretty well for him. It feels like it's well-edited shot. There's some sense of restraint, which it's a, it's a trauma movie so when i say sense of restraint take it lightly but he feels like he's trying to prove himself i don't know there's just this like weird through line he does horror elements well which unlike other trauma movies horror stuff's there but like not in a fashion where they'd work there's some like kind of like ooh, uncomfortable stuff here that actually works i think it's just kind of a quick quicker watch through line but there is bullshit normal trauma bullshit but it's in a weird way where i think like they're at a turning point where like okay we're gonna i feel like this is a trying film and the next ones are gonna be like well fuck it we're trauma and nukem high is not gonna look like nukem high did here but it's weird because it's got like a, a kind of an attractive cast kind of okay acting with it but it's mixed with that shitty trauma acting so hit or miss and then it's got some iconic things but i don't know overall it felt like more like they were like he like you could see him grow from toxic avenger to this and i kind of i don't know i just like kind of like what it is fun side note to all this after i drink the kool-aid Colin and i back in high school there was a film we did called the class of zombie high which i named after like it was a it was a project for like a class I was doing, but Colin was very essential in being a part of because we were a part of our that you know if you watch our stuff on social media and saw the Kung Fu Disco Kings. Another thing was the class of Zombie High, and I named it after this before seeing this. So I was like, I just <laughs> knew that that was like a popular name of something, so I called it Class of Zombie High, and it's nothing like this. But to me, it's got a special place with its title, even that I named something after that because I made a zombie film. Like a lot of our films back in the day, we would take class projects where they're like, well, you can write a paper, you could do this, or you could. I don't know why they, they didn't really say shoot something, but like make Some a video. Kind of presentation or something. And we would actually make like a movie that loosely contained 
things that would qualify it for that. There'd be a scene mm-hmm. where the informational stuff and the rest of it was just nonsense. Mm-hmm. And then we mm-hmm. had, you know, like, will there have like a, like a, the morning class announcements video where they it's made. And my thing was supposed to be a segment in like their Halloween episode. So I made a class of Zombie High and we just like... I don't know. We made. I had to mix it with some other kids. Part of a script that was no good, but my teacher was like, "You have to incorporate some of this." So, like, fine. I just wanted to make zombies eating people, and I, <laughs> yeah. and I called it the class of zombie high because it included high school stuff. But mm. it has nothing like this movie. It's probably better than this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but the best, one of the best things, also shot at the same time. Colin and I did. There was wow, what a dream. Oh, God. The weirdest thing <laughs> we ever made. <laughs> that was just us killing time in an afternoon. Shooting random stuff. Because the zombie makeup from that made it into that. So it like shot after. Yeah. It was done. We dr- hadn't done drugs at this point. No. So. <laughs> no. Maybe I had a beer, but I didn't let it settle in. But like, yeah, we, we had this stuff and there was Wow What a Dream and Class of Zombie High that happened at the same time. And there's a. Class of Zombie High is fine. Why Would a Dream is the weirdest thing, and I love it because it's just so fucking stupid. It was, it's, it's called Practice Editing the Movie. <laughs> yeah, that's more accurate. We found some other kid's video, took a still frame from it, and threw it in our credits. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we were just fucking around. Wait, yeah. so where can you find all of these videos? Nowhere. <laughs> Brandon's Maybe house. Maybe I will share. Maybe I will share. I, I did. I did post a lot of Kung Fu Disco Kings last year. This would be... It would be in 2019. This would be the 20 year of <gasps> Class of Zombie High. So, and Aww. Wow, what a dream because they got done at the same time. <laughs> so, maybe they show up. Maybe. Maybe. Send okay. me 50 bucks. Right. <laughs> Once again, foolish friends, Freddy Krueger is on your phone. Dial this number now. I've got some tales to tell. Fred's favorite bedtime stories. <laughs> bedtime stories. So dial this number now if you dare and prepare for a scare. Freddy Krueger has a special message just for you. <laughs> Plus, when you dial 1-900-8604-FRED, you can win in the Freddy's Dead Video Sweepstakes. Two grand prize winners each get a trip for two to Hollywood to attend the third annual Horror Hall of Fame award show. One first prize winner gets a real Freddy glove, just like in the movie, autographed by Robert England. Second prize, an official Freddy's Dead cast and crew jacket. And we'll have hundreds of runners-up who'll get Western Graphics Freddy posters, Impel's Freddy trading cards, Metal Blade's Freddy's Dead soundtrack, subscriptions to Fangoria Magazine, Innovation's Freddy's Dead comic books, or graphic novelization. So call today. We've saved the best for last. $2 per call, under 18. Get parents' permission. Touchstone only. Tell them Freddy sent you. <laughs> On the 100th episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we will be discussing Neil Breen's Twisted Pear. Joining us for discussion will be our good friend, Jim Dietz of the HHWLOD Network. Jessica, thank you for dipping into the trauma territory and gracing up your presence for the month of March. And we'll see you again in May. Looking forward to it. So you're like months with M. Yes. Aww. So far. So we need to create um, October, November, December. Yeah. All those? All September. That's pushing it. Meptember. <laughs> Meptember. So, okay. So once again, if they didn't listen to previous episode and they were like, well, I just listened to the trauma ones. For the What's first your, time ever. Yes. Your stuff. And you can, let's spell out your name. Let's do it. Follow me on the Twitter at J-N Allsman. It's J-N-A-L-S-M-A-N. Mm-hmm. Is that fast enough? Smin. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
Instagram is Jessica Allsman, J-E-S-S-I-C-A-A-L-S-M-A-N. You can say like Allsman with one L. Does that work? No? I mean, Alls- yeah. Man? It's like Ballsman, but there's only one L and no Alls-man. B. So it's really not like Ballsman at all. I don't know why uh, I said that. You'll find me. I'm going to have to start calling you Ballsman now. Ballsman. Ballsman. Jessica Ballsman, the fantasy football name. <laughs> there you go. Have a, so you could, Fantasy basketball. <laughs> that part out. Fantasy Sorry. football. Fantasy basketball. Fantasy. I'm not gonna call you disco ballsman. You're just ballsman. That's oh, it. Did you say disco ballsman? Disco ballsman. Ballsman. I love that. You doing disco ballsman? Or disco ballsman? Staying alive with Jessica Ballsman. Come in. All right. So we look forward to next time. But first, stay tuned for the trailer to Neil Breen's Twisted Pair. The trailer. My name is Cade. I have an identical twin brother, Kale. Then one day it all changed. There was a bright light in the sky and time stood still. We were both selected. The pure majesty of nature. Programmable virtual reality, the corrupt version. A limitless digital universe connecting all shared virtual reality. Digital tribes. I miss what I never knew. I'll take you out to dinner. Let's have a drink. Let's have a drink. Leave me alone. Let's have a drink. I'll meet you back here at 8 o'clock. I miss my brother. I'm with you. Programmable matter. Kuz's biological mutant warfare plans must be stopped. Who am I? What am I? It's a killer with unidentifiable DNA? In AI, fright and interest are not far from each other. Things can become real in your mind. I trust you completely. And you believe things you wouldn't ordinarily believe. Who's there? Justice is served. This is where we bring you all to rot and die.
We will live in a virtual metaverse, a virtual universe, living in our own world every day. Everyone has the right to love and peace. I'll be right here. listening to Cult Cinema Cavalcade, part of the Creative Zombie Studios Network. For press opportunities, advertising opportunities, and more information on Cult Cinema Cavalcade, contact mail at cultcinemacavalcade.com. Produced by Brad Shoemaker, edited by Brandon Peters, narration by Rebecca Peters. Theme song Pink Baby by Happy Elf appears courtesy of the freemusicarchive.org network. The film and music featured in this episode are part of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Join us again in two weeks for a new episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade. All right. Oh, assaulting a German teacher. Okay. So. (laughs) Always fun.